It's time for Um Hello, a Jersey Shore Recap Podcast. Um Hello. Um, hello to you. We're back for another episode. My name is Angel, but you can call me Cookie. And I'm G-Wow. Together we are Cookie and G-Wow. This is season three, episode 10 of your favorite show, Jersey Shore. And it is called A Cheesy Situation. Ew. It <laughs> premiered in March 3rd of 2011. And it's a kind of a fun, funny episode. Yeah, the energy was pretty light this for a lot of this episode. It well, it does start on sort of a tense note. It starts where we left last episode, which is Sam has just gotten back and hasn't confronted Ron yet. Uh and who acts like he's just seen a ghost. She even calls right. him out. She's like, You look pale. And I don't think she means it as like you haven't gone tanning. She means like, Are you about to pass out? Yeah. But he had bad energy when she first got back. He was clearly stunned yeah. by it. I think he was really thrown off. I think it's weird that he's not happy because he's been like yeah. depressed about her leaving. That's I what think, I mean. Like, yeah. He basically feel like he just wants something to complain about. Like he's <laughs> if she's there, he's threatening to make her leave. She leaves and he's calling her every two seconds asking when she's coming back. She comes back and he says that she's come back too early. Like this girl can't fucking win. What is she like? What is she supposed to fucking do? Ron, just right. whatever. Well, on but a brighter she says note, she's going to like focus on herself. Like she's yeah. like, I'm here for me. I'm going to focus on myself. I'm single. So at least she came back with a good hat on her shoulders. Like I, I think that's part of why Ron is kind of taken aback too, because not only is she back, but her, her whole energy is different from how she left. And yeah. she feels like it almost, it doesn't feel fake to me. Like it feels like she really does feel better and I think Ron's picking up on that and is it's probably a little threatening because I wonder if maybe he expected her to come back and fall straight in his arms. You know what I mean? Yeah, he likes weak women. Like he mm. thinks he likes strong women, but he doesn't. He likes women that are weak enough that he can control them. And that's mm. Loki, not Sam. Like she does allow him to break her, unfortunately, but then she's like, I'm gonna go get myself straight. She's coming back. She's ready to put on her mm. hot little blue dress, looking like a beauty, going to karma. And she's not even in this like fuck around, I'm gonna make him mad stage that she was like before. She's right. like, he's not even on my mind. I'm not here for that. And it's it's good. It's great. I agree. And I think I feel like in real life, Sam would never end up in a relationship like the one she did with Ron. I feel like she'd be the type to just walk away when things start to get toxic. Yeah. Because she seems very strong to me. I think the only reason it ended up working out the way it did was because they were essentially forced to be in the same house all the time as coworkers. And the, their, their kind of their job was to be entertaining and be dramatic. So it's like, they almost like couldn't break up for a while. So I don't feel like that would yeah. happen to Sam in real life. I don't think she'd ever be with I Ron that long. I definitely see what you're saying. And then in Family Reunion, even well, on the Meatball Pod, they interview Sammy and um, one of the, it's a couple episodes ago, but they, they, they interview Sammy on the Meatball Pod and they kind of say like, I think it's a good thing you didn't come back at the beginning of Family Reunion because mm. somebody kind of wasn't over you yet and it would have just been like more drama and all this stuff. And like, I know we've said that they're kind of like teasing is Ron coming back, but the way that the girls were talking about him on the meatball pod makes me think that he's not, or if he is, I think it will be for like a quick lunch and like, Mm. he'll be there. He'll apologize. And then he's going to leave. But like, 
I genuinely don't think he is going to be a reoccurring character on the show again anytime soon, mm, which good. is is fantastic. Yeah. But I also think, yeah, like the best thing for Sam is space from Ron. And I think you're onto something that like she literally couldn't get that. And even here, I think she wants some space from like when they're at Karma, he's like on top of her. And she's like, can yeah. you like? Like, first of all, I'm like, first of all, you look desperate as fuck, dude. Like, get off of her. But also, I think she, I'm like, you're going to give her the ick. Like, back up. Give her, gonna. I think she already has it. That scene in Karma, and we are skipping a little, bit, a little bit ahead, but that scene in Karma was so hard to watch because he was following her around like a, like a, like a puppy. And yep. she, like, couldn't shake him. She literally... I don't think could have made it more clear that she wanted to just be with the girls and not have him around. And it took yeah. him way too long to catch that hint. And when he finally did though, he went home. He le- he left the club completely. Yeah. Like, kind of pouting. I think he so. kind of expected her to follow him maybe. And then she didn't, mm. which I don't know if then maybe, I don't know. It, like, I just don't feel bad for him. And I'm like, the sooner you're off our screen, the better. So yeah, go home, whatever. Also, before they actually go out to Karma, Snooki and Vinny have another of their like weird. Well, oh, I don't. Yeah. I guess they're almost like in a situation ship. It feels right. because like there's something there we don't know what. It's not defined, but Snooki does kind of say like, "Hey, I want to like cuddle tonight. Like I want to end the night together. So like, don't bring a girl back." And the mistake that Vinny makes is saying to her, "Okay, I won't bring a girl back because." Honestly, you've put yourself in a test now. Right. Like he could have been like, we'll see how it goes, maybe, or like, I don't know, Nicole. But he is like, okay, yeah. And then of course they go to the club and he finds some beautiful girl and she's got a friend for Polly. And they take him back. And like Nicole's worried about it before it even happens. And I think it's because mm. like they're not, I'm not saying that Vinny's not trustworthy, but they're not in a place where she trusts him mm. to not like creep for lack of a better word. But like, you know, we're talking Jersey Shore language. Like if they were in a place where they were actually pursuing each other, maybe he like wouldn't do that. But right now she's like, I I think he's going to do this whether I want him to or not. And I, I almost feel like she set up this test and then. He didn't pass. <laughs> right. And you brought this up last week. And I, at that point, was like, oh, I don't know. You mentioned that he is kind of sending mixed signals and maybe leading her on a little bit. And last yes. week, I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe you're right, but maybe. But this week is kind of confirms that he kind of is sending mixed, mixed signals. Because like you said, not only did he say he wasn't going to bring a girl home, but it was sort of the way he said it too. Like almost like hugging her being like, Oh, you don't want me to yeah. okay, but I won't for you. Like it was, yeah. If I was Nicole, I would pick up from that, that like he might be into me too. So if he doesn't want to be with her, or pursue anything, he's definitely not showing it. At least not at that point, not before the club. I feel like I've, can remember either like times in college or when I was on the shore with my friends or whatever, where like when Nicole's like, really? Like she's screaming really. And then she's in the living room and Ronnie's trying to like cover her. So like, she's not screaming. Cause what Ronnie's doing is trying to like help Vinny keep whatever's happening, happening and not like be ruined by Nicole and stuff. 
but it was almost kind of like triggering. Like, I feel like I've been there where it's like you want something to happen. You feel like it's going in that direction. It takes a sharp left term and you feel yeah. like out of control because you're like, it's like a, a sense of rejection and lack of control that you're just like yeah. so thrown for a loop. And like, I don't know. I feel really bad for Nicole in that moment, but Me at too. least she looks absolutely fucking stunning with her hair this season. So at least she's gorgeous. Well, just being mad because we're skipping around a little bit back and forth. But what happened was Vinny does take home a girl and they're hooking up and Nicole walks right in on them and is understandably upset. And right. You you mentioned feeling a little bit triggered by it. I felt the same way. I felt like a weird kind of pit in my stomach watching that happen. And yeah. I didn't quite know if I was like remembering something or if I was just feeling connected to Nicole in that moment. But I did feel kind of gross about it. The like idea of her thinking maybe she wants to pursue something and then walking and in she and has to a, walk in and seeing a girl in his bed and yeah that's like feel, and it's a even gross if, feeling even after walking in then you have to like exist in the house while it's happening upstairs right I'm like or wherever in the, in the room and stuff i don't know why well, do i want to point out from a production standpoint um usually when they show people hooking up they're just kind of making out i feel like this time they were actually hooking up though. Like the way the camera was angled and yeah. the way Vinny looked, I was like, are they, they're like in the middle of sex right now, which I, they don't yeah. usually show that on the show. I was like taken aback by that. I was like, I guess it's because it because for the plot. Cause she, cause she walked in this time. Usually they sh start to hook up and then they cut away this time. I was like, Oh my God, I think Vinny's getting it in right now. It like, yeah, it freaked me out to see that. <laughs> and <laughs> right? I'm, maybe I'm kind of glad they did. Cause it helped put me in Nicole's perspective true that's true and i feel like the only part of the scene that's kind of funny is like the sam aspect of it because like yeah. nicole's going through it and nicole's uh, and and sam's like yeah men are pigs yeah ron's <laughs> the same way yeah Looking i, right I at know ron. exactly how you're feeling <laughs> yeah and yeah ron's trying to like talk to snooki and be a good friend but if i, I like snooki even says i don't know why ron is giving me advice when he's a terrible boyfriend to sam and i'm like yeah ron <laughs> yeah. Let Sam at least like whatever Sam's saying at least is gonna make Nicole feel better. Like w when a boy has just done me dirty, that's exactly what I'm. I want my friend exactly to be Sam walking around behind me, going, "Yeah, men are pigs. Yeah, they're all dogs. Yeah, they're disgusting." That's exactly the energy you want around you because you're like, "Yeah, they oh, are." Yeah. I agree, and I thought it was so funny that Sam was looking dead in Ron's eyes, saying. Men are pigs, just like Ron. Like looking at him, it like just like, like Ron. <laughs> I was like, she is such a baddie this season or this episode, at least. I lived for it. Um, <laughs> but for Nicole, though, Nicole is really messed up about this, and she's kind of like sobbing, which she's very drunk at this point. So it's like drunken sobbing, which is a, a whole energy. She um, is sad. It's hard now, to watch. The other it's so it is sad but the other fun part of again this we, this is another like emotional whiplash kind of scene because like yeah. you feel bad for nicole then we get jenny and dina walking home and peeing oh, on yeah. in an alley and on each other by accident but it's we needed we needed to see that to connect how they got home to comfort nicole right but it's it's very like it goes from like the womp 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 music yeah. back to then nicole's like Da, 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 da. like yeah. all the sad and i'm just like okay a lot of emotions going on if jenny doesn't stop peeing in public is she just pissed behind a car let her go in the street that's illegal 
You could get he was arrested the best for that. guy around. <laughs> oh my god! And I think she peed a little bit on Dina's feet. She did. Yeah. Which is D- Dina was like, "You peed on me a little." Okay. Which I get it because I used to do drag and I used to be barefoot a lot too. But Dina, you can't walk around barefoot on the street. You got to have. Well, at least why was she on. that close to her while she was squatting? Like, back up. Well, maybe it was like a like a trying to cover her like you know she's being a good girlfriend which i appreciate but yeah she was maybe a little too close <laughs> i don't think i could because dina takes it in stride she's like laughing about it i think I yeah would be, she's a good sport i don't think i would be such a good sport about it because I, yeah. I don't i don't i don't like that well they get back they comfort <laughs> nicole and i think that like my perception is that the girls don't know what's going on with nicole and Vinny, but they're definitely mm. like it's not nothing. And so they I think they go to Vinny to be like, there's clearly something that like you two aren't telling us because she's in there like crying her eyes out. So you need to go talk to her. Yeah. And he does nicely go try because they are friends at the end of the day. But I think ultimately they kind of agree not to have this conversation while drunk because like, not, right. I mean, there's nothing there's nothing productive of it anyway. I think the thing that they both need, especially Nicole, is a good night's sleep. That's what they need right now. They don't need to be talking. I think they need to set some clear boundaries, but I don't think they're going to do that. All right. Not but, not not at this point at least, for sure. The best thing they could do is separate. Part of situationships is just yeah. it's all very unclear and messy. Well, on that note, should we take a break? Yes, we should. Can't get enough of um hello? Never. Well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at umhellopod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash umhello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky Pove. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at umhellopod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. Um, hello? Um, hello. Um, hello? We're back. We are back, and it's the next day. Snooki's not really feeling great still, so she's going to stay in bed. But everybody else goes for bowling, which this is, like, nice, wholesome content. Um, How did you feel about Dina's driving? <laughs> I thought that was hilarious because, once again, I find another reason to relate to Dina. I have been in that exact situation where I'm driving in a car full of people and they are mocking me for being a bad driver, which makes me a worse driver. Yeah. And that's what was happening to Dina. They keep picking on her and she's like swerving in and out of lanes. And at one point she makes this like hard, sharp turn and everybody's drinks falls over on on Jenny. So she really was objectively a bad driver, but maybe if they were nicer about it, maybe they were putting too much pressure on her. I relate. Yeah. I, I feel you, Dina. I probably wouldn't have called out anything until after the car right. ride was over. You're just going to make it like once you start second guessing yourself, you start trying to overcorrect and that makes things worse. Yeah. Um, she was a terrible driver, though. And the um, the camera guys were like in another car behind her filming her. And she's literally swerving in and out of lanes. I'm I like, definitely she... wouldn't say she's the Danica Patrick of the group. That's for sure. <laughs> like, is she even licensed? I don't know. 
the bowling overall is pretty quick. They mostly use the scene where the girls kind of confront Vinny, which I kind of think is unnecessary only because when they go back to Nicole, she's like, I'm so embarrassed. I don't, I don't actually know like that. I want to talk to Vinny like that. And she has some like heart to hearts with Jenny. And then the girls kind of like debrief about it in the smush room, which is just funny because we never see them hanging out in the smush room really. Right. I don't know fully what to really make of the situation because I do think that she is just drunk and wants to be loved and Vinny's around yeah. more than it is like Vinny. But the girls seem to think like, no, she really likes him. Like, I, I don't know that it's him specifically. I agree with you. I think she's maybe experiencing loneliness or maybe like a longing for a certain type of connection that she's having trouble finding. And I think wires are just getting crossed a little bit. I think she just cares for him so much as a friend. And I think there is a type of crush that you can have on a friend where you don't actually want it to go past friendship. But you do get kind of giddy when you see that. You know what I mean? Where it's like a friend crush, but you don't actually want to date. I think that's probably the vibe that they have. Where they like think each other's cute maybe. And they joke, but they don't actually. But when she starts feeling lonely, I think she she attached herself to him a little bit and got confused. So I I agree with you. I don't know if she necessarily wants to be with him. It's kind of how like Jenny and Polly have a flirtation ship in a way. But they don't actually ever really act on it. But then, yeah. you know, Polly will, you know, say something about JWoww looking good. And, and you know that he means it. So, like, I think it feels better because he's like, it's not like, oh, just my friend being like, you look nice. It's like, no, this guy's actually attracted to me. So right. it's like a better compliment. But they do it successfully because it doesn't get messy. It just stays fun even now. Right. Do you think they're still that way? Do, do you think, like, uh, to this day, they still have, like, a kind of flirtatious... Well, if you watch Family Reunion, you'd know I the do answers. A little. Yes. I do a little. I just not every week. <laughs> no, you watched the three episodes of Sam coming back. That's not the I same. went back and watched some old episodes, but only ones that had interesting descriptions. I'm not like I didn't follow like the whole season. I watched like an well, episode from season go four. Go back and, and find five. the one where they make out. Oh shit. Okay. But yeah, I agree with you. They're a more successful version of what Snooky and Vinny are doing, but they're more messy. Yeah. Or at least Nicole is in this moment being messy, but I, I kind of get it though, because I've been there too, where you're maybe feeling kind of an ongoing loneliness or set of longing for a connection. And then you add alcohol on top of that. And then you add your friend that you think is cute on top of that. It gets confusing sometimes, especially when you're as young as she was. So I don't fault her for yeah. it. Um, and I, and like I said, I think he's playing with her a little and not little. setting clear boundaries. So like, it's right. not like, oh, we can flirt, but we're not going to hook up because I'm bringing other girls home. Like, it's like, well, we might hook up because we have. And I'm telling you that we can tonight, even though I'm bringing girls back. It's it's messy, yeah. it, like on both of their ends. And at this point, after bowling, the girls had kind of convinced Vinny that he needs to talk to her, even though I don't actually think that's what she wanted at that time. Because he does yeah. try to go talk to her and she kind of kicks him out and says, I just want to be alone right now. And so they don't end up having a conversation then and there. Um, which again, I think is for the best. I think they both need to like separate for a second while she There's gets her like mind right. It, yeah. yeah. Well, she just needs to get her mind right. Well, speaking and- of a mess. Oh God. The toilets are still clogged. <laughs> I know. Goddamn toilet saga. This time, Ronnie is going to investigate. A lot of this <laughs> was gross. So I didn't, I tried not to look, but basically they're finally like, let's call Danny. 
And so, well, can again, I tell you what the, the one who calls? Can I yeah. just say what the last straw is that they finally called Danny because somebody yeah. shit on top of the clog. Somebody shit on the clogged toilet and it was just sitting there. Okay, so my response to that is like, what the fuck else are they supposed to do? Not take a poop? You're right. Where have they been going? Where are they supposed to be pooping? Where have they been going? Because they said it's been clogged for like weeks up to this point. Yeah, Jenny says it's been clogged for like two weeks or something. Yeah, it kind of... I understand the the final straw, but I also like understand the person... Like, where else are you supposed to poop? Right. Well, and then uh, Jenny calls Danny and says, you need to fix this. And he's kind of annoyed that they waited so long. I get that. Uh, and And then let it get to the point of an emergency, which I get. But they come the next day we kind of like cuts to suddenly it's the next morning and the plumbers come and Snooki says something that's so funny to me so the plumbers show up and Snooki opens the door for them and she says the fat one's actually kind of cute I'd hang out with that (laughs) That. she says she calls him that I think I hang out with that but that whole sentence the fat one's actually kind of cute I'd hang out with that snooks that's not very nice. And he wasn't even like, he was like a stocky guy, but he wasn't like, <laughs> maybe she's used to leaner guys. I don't know. But He's not uh... that far off from a meatball juice head, but you know, whatever. <laughs> no, that's why I was like, he's not that much different than someone you date. What, what, what's yeah. your pers- but whatever. Um, and they even, if, if they even are taken aback by how disgusting the situation is. If plumbers think your toilet is disgusting, then you've let it get too far. I know. And even after we explained what happened, but even after they unclog it, she's like, boy, are you going to clean it? And he's like, no, <laughs> that's not my job. We unclogged it. That's the job. You're going to clean it, honey. Very yeah, it's not. It's like gross all over. Like, it's not just clogged. Yeah. It's dirty and disgusting and gross. And so right. yeah, they're like, oh, boy, this is going to be a job. Now, this is the part I wanted to talk to you about because they find what the clog is. It's not what you'd expect like large dumps or toilet paper it is a shirt somebody tried to flush a white t-shirt yes it is um they refer to it as a slur um i'm not gonna say the word on here that's a slur for italians like those are like italian slurs for italian people so when they're calling it when they're calling it a beep tea they're beeping it because that beep is a slur for italians you can google it and it will come up for you and we're not gonna put it on on the podcast but that's that was always confusing to me i'm like what are they calling it but yeah there's a lot of problematic terms for this particular article of clothing because it's just the ribbed white tank top that people right. have other, you know, domestic violence terms for or, um, you know, basically they're calling them a, a dirty Italian by referring it to it as that. How did you find that out? Because I just kept there was no indication. It just kept saying beep, beep, tea. Because I know people who called it that. Oh, oh, so it's like it's like a thing people say that about shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's it's an Italian What is it about it's those like, stupid tank tops that have elicited so many controversial <laughs> nicknames? I don't know, but I am surprised I'm surprised that they use that phrase because it's mm. a pretty outdated term. Like okay. them using that phrase, I guess they're only saying it because they probably heard their grandparents or maybe aunts and uncles use it. But like 
I don't know. Can you think of like a non-problematic phrase that like your aunts and uncles use that you even like groovy? Like we never say groovy mm. as like kids who weren't children in the 70s. But like if you were around your your grandparent or aunts and uncles who said it all the time, it might yeah. like slip into your vocabulary. It's kind of like that. Okay. But it's not it's not something that I think everybody would have been using. I think that that's like yeah, like probably probably more pick that up from their family. Mm. It wasn't like a popular term. Like they weren't saying that at the club. They were probably saying that at home, if that makes sense. Right. Oh, and on TV. <laughs> so, yeah, that's surprising to exactly. me. I can't. It, why Why not just call it a tank top? Enough with the goddamn nicknames, because people to this day will call it a a blank. A I won't even say it, a blank beater. Yeah, beater, which it's enough. <laughs> yeah it? no it's, it's pretty horrifying undershirt um, what, how about you know, that can just be pat right like exactly an under tank like a white a white rib tank white top, tea like, yeah there you go so many other things but i will say i think that they're they're on something that it was Vinny's because the size is small they say that he's the one who wears those and i think that they're right i think he maybe was like going into the shower maybe he accidentally knocked it into the toilet that had shit in it so he didn't want to pull it out because it would have been a shitty t-shirt at that point. So he's right. like, oh, I'll just flush it. But like, in what world, dude? Like, what? huh? I don't even, even if like, because uh, I'm a girl. So like, even when I've had like period products, I'm like, I would, it's like a fraction of the size right. of a t-shirt. And I'm still like, I feel weird flushing this because it's going to clog. Let me wrap it and throw it out instead. And so like to be to see a full article of clothing, not even panties, a full top and think this can go down the drain. What? <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. You're right. I agree with you though that I'm I'm pretty sure it was Vinny. It just I don't know why it just reads as Vinny. I get that energy. It does, too. right? It, I, don't, I could like see him doing it. <laughs> Which oh is funny because I really thought Ron was going to be the culprit for everything. And they were just going to be like, it was massive something. But I don't know. Shit does disintegrate and T-shirts do not. So, yeah, in the end, only flush shit. <laughs> only put <laughs> stuff that comes out of your body and then toilet paper. That's all that should go down there. That's my no fair. And the, the last <laughs> thing about the toilets is basically that oh, yeah. Nicole does end up being the one to do the cleaning after they do unclog everything. And, and she a... basically makes well, she volunteers because she says she hasn't done any dishes really so far this summer. And yeah. this is like over three weeks in. So she's done no dishes for three weeks. So she's like, it's only fair that I make it up to everybody by cleaning the toilets, which that's a fair trade off, I think, you know. It is a fair trade-off, but I kind of can see why maybe they don't mind her not cleaning so much because I don't know that she has a, a, a skill for it. I don't think she has a talent for cleaning. She's but she looked cute doing it. It was very meatball moment. Let me try to paint a picture for you. <laughs> Nicole is in the bathroom cleaning the toilet with a mop. A mop. Because she didn't want to... I guess she didn't want to touch the toilet herself. And then she's cleaning the inside of the bowl with dishwasher detergent she that was dishwasher <laughs> i guess soap is soap she but just, whatever she can get her hands on it was cute though i'm I, i'm criticizing her but it was charming however if, if that's no, how yeah. she cleans i could see what maybe they were fine with her not cleaning because sometimes when people, <laughs> certain people clean it's like it's uh, it almost would be better if you just let me do it just don't her and gianni probably have it made oh for sure so. i don't I can't, I don't know how she would have done it if she wasn't 
rich because you're right they definitely have someone cleaning for them for sure yeah this was a very funny moment and i'm glad no let me not say glad let me say i am relieved that i think the toilet saga is finally over at this point oh, i've had enough of it crossed. it's been all season they've been talking about it all season has to be the end all right on that note, let's take a, a little break yes yeah Welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide. My name is Cheyenne. I'm Gina. Class is now in session. How do you define queer style? How do you communicate that you don't want to U-Haul at all? It is literally <laughs> every queer woman I meet hate Geminis. How do I deal with the most devastating breakup I've ever been through? Sapphic Survival Guide. We're happy to be queer to answer your questions. Um, hello. Um, hello to you. We're back. We're back. Remember earlier in the season when Nicole said she was going to drink less? Yeah, I remember. Here's actually her making good on some of that promise because Nicole, Sam, and Ron decide to have a sober night mm. and they go out to eat and then I think they're just going like, to hang around the house afterwards. Um, but they do actually not drink and it's <laughs> good for you guys. One night out of the seven nights of the week. Woohoo! very that that's like people um oh i did dry january so i definitely don't i don't have a drinking problem i, I stopped for all of january <laughs> it's very yeah that. right it's like um, oh good job yeah oh it's february again time to start drinking yeah that's kind of how it is with nicole she gave it up for a night and she's feeling good about it. but let me just say this is the first time that ron and sam so far are kind of vibing again like they're getting along and they're uh, and i think it's good that they brought um Sunky as like a mediator or yeah as a third party because i think a buffer because i think if the two of them went out alone it could get weird so it ended up being just like a, a chill night at the beach bar nothing crazy happened i really wish they had kept this dynamic because i think if they had stayed broken up but stayed friends mm. right now it actually would have been okay and i think by season five we could have had jokes about oh remember ron and sam but yeah you know instead they decide that I just don't think Ron can help himself is what it is. But I do appreciate that right now they're like doing, they're doing okay. And before we yeah. get to everyone else, they are, they kind of have this plan because they end up back at the house before, while everyone else is out, which we'll get to, but they have this plan to prank Mike back, which is kind of funny because Dina and Nicole were the ones who got pranked. But Sammy, Ron, and Nicole are the ones who prank Mike with <laughs> the cheese, which is the the episode title is actually called a cheesy situation. So we finally got into that. But like Sam and Ron, what I guess they just have a, a forever vendetta against Mike. Well, I was gonna say I, I don't think they need to be pranked by him to want to fuck with him. I think they're all just you know I think he's just kind of deserves to be fucked with all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, he's put them through things. So, like, they're yeah. not like, you know, not, it's not like they have no reason to be mad at him ever. Now, this was a good prank. It was funny, but it was harmless. Nobody got hurt and nobody okay, got offended. I, you nobody got say that, but I, if somebody pranked me this way, I'd be pissed because it's still gross and it oh, involves too. cleanup. That's it's true. Funny, but he don't get it. me wrong. He does. I still, this isn't a prank I co-sign, but I'm only okay with it because it happened to Mike. But I right. still think it's fucking disgusting. Like, you see her smearing cream cheese on a slice of cheese and then just putting it on his stuff. So, what the prank is, if we haven't made it clear enough, is that they take all the cheese in the fridge and hide it 
in Mike's Sheets. We've got Parmesan. We've got cream cheese. We've got slices of American craft cheese. It's a four uh, cheese bed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they say that he's so dirty that he'll never wash his sheets and he'll never find it. So, um, right. The only thing that well, the first thing that came to my mind is that Ron and Sam are participating in this prank. They share a room with him. That's the bed is right next to theirs. So that's not entirely wise for them to do that. Well, I think Sam's moved downstairs and Ron's oh, right. man, so he's not even thinking that far ahead. Uh, so but that's all, true. They have their little club night. Jenny sees. So as yeah, as they're pulling this prank, the rest of them are at the club. They're at uh, Aztec Jenny, specifically. Right. And Jenny finally sees Roger again. He's back from his trip and she's very happy to see him. She's kind of like almost giddy, Yay. which I think is cute. Yeah. And Polly's making out with some girls. So all the guys bring back girls. Jenny brings back Roger. It, this is a fun era of Jenny and Roger. So it makes me happy to see yeah. him. Like it's, I, you know, it feels good to watch here. But because Sam, Ron, and Snooky hadn't drank, and there's like sitting around watching the night's antics, Sam is like, wow, these guys have terrible beer goggles because she's <laughs> realizing like, oh, I never see anybody they bring home sober. Oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't Which even get a good funny. enough look to see if I agreed with Sam or not, but that is funny that she pointed that out. Yeah, I agree. You don't really see much of the girls. So like it's I don't even think we're even supposed to I don't think we're supposed to see much of the girls. They're just supposed to be these like thoughts of just girls who happen to come back with the guys like they're not they're real characters until they're given names. Yeah. They're more of a concept than a, a truth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, Mike brings his girl back to the bed <laughs> and that's when they kind of look at each other and they're like, oh. The cheese, which that's why that's why the 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 prank is brilliant because they didn't even realize that they had set up for Mike to now have a girl in his bed with cheese everywhere, and he doesn't even neither of them know. And I just have to say the karma of the situation is beautiful. Uh, no yeah. pun intended. Not this karma, not the club karma, but right. Mike got what he deserves, but he, he so he thinks that. The cheese smell is coming from the girl, which is <laughs> hilarious because he can clearly smell the cheese. And he's like, yeah, it smelled like she smelled like grated cheese. And I think that's why that he's like alludes to the fact that like he let her suck his dick, but he didn't want to fuck her. But Jenny, whether <laughs> Jenny even knows that the prank happened or not, I don't, think she honest, does. I don't know if she knows or not, but she, she it's so funny whether she knows or not, honestly. But if she if she knows, she's a great actress. If she doesn't, it's funny because she's really like hyping Mike up. And she's he's like, well, it smelled funny. And so I didn't I didn't want to fuck her. But, you know, she just gave me head. And Jenny's like, you can still get STDs from oral sex. And Mike's like, you can. And Jenny's like, are you fucking kidding? And they call the doctor to confirm it. But I'm like, this is what's wrong with the education system in America. It's abstinence, thing. abstinence. And so there's no education. Yeah. And it's like. They don't even realize that it's called oral sex. Like it's called oral sex because it's sex because you can get absolutely yeah. STDs, which is what the doctor, of course, confirms. And the doctor, who I'm sure isn't in on the prank, but they're like, no, could this be a yeast infection? He's like, yeah, probably a yeast infection. And they're all <laughs> laughing at Mike. I do feel bad for the poor girl, but at least like we don't even know her name. But oh, my God, exactly, it is, yeah. that's where the prank gets really, really brilliant. Well, and the craziest thing is I bet the girl probably thought it was Mike because she could smell it yeah. too. Yeah. Because like she could smell it. dirty, disgusting boy. 
and that that almost makes me like, why did she touch him then? Why did she suck him off if she if she probably I imagine she thought it was him or maybe she just thought it was the room. I don't know, but that whole thing is weird. I don't know what happened there. She probably there, thought but... it was his bed. Like boys are gross. You're like, oh, he yeah. doesn't clean his sheets, so the, his right. bed is smelly. But Which like... it was, it was his bed. <laughs> um, I'm so yeah. glad you mentioned sex education because this is exactly what horrible sex education leads to is grown adults who are having sex on the regular with strangers who don't know about safe sex practices and Mm -hmm. or or even what the dangers are or when they need to be safe um it reminds me of that scene from mean girls do you remember when they're in sex ed and he's like if you have sex you'll get an std and you'll die so don't do it yeah take a rubber and he like passes out and that was it that was the sex education class because that's so like obviously that's satire but it's so kind of true to how it is they're like just don't have sex but people are gonna don't have, have sex. sex and if you do here's a condom and that's everything they tell you and it's like yeah. well and then people think oh well if we're in a relationship we don't need to use the condom and then they get pregnant or right. they're like oh well it doesn't feel as good so let's just not use it and it's like whatever i'm not gonna nail my soapbox it's ridiculous and there needs to be better yeah educations that moments like this don't happen exactly so Um, just to wrap the episode the last little part just the very very end is um kind of a good note of Snooky and Vinny making up and you know kind of saying hey everything's fine they don't set any clear boundaries for this situation ship so i'm sure there's going to be more drama later but for now they're like can we just be cool and and keep going and and yeah, it can all be, you know, good for now. Yeah, yeah, it ended on a good note. And I think, I think Nicole, I think she was just a little embarrassed. And so she sort of just, yeah, she apologized. I don't know if she needed to apologize per se, but she just sort of says, I shouldn't have freaked out like that. So, yeah, I think she is just embarrassed and wants to move on. And that's her way of, of making that happen. Yeah. Well, that's it for this one. We'll see what happens next week. Oh, we have to do the quote. Yes, we have our quote. Would you like to be Nicole this time? Yeah, I'll be Nicole. Okay. Snooks. Okay. <clears throat> Can you fix that? Um, gonna definitely try. Are you scared? No, I'm not scared, no. Does your butt crack hang out? Yes, it does, actually. Cool. <laughs> and seed. Cool. Yeah, the, the puns were funny. They had a good the meta of, of being a plumber with your butt crack out. It's so funny. Yeah. Well, that's it yeah. for this one. That's it. Um, goodbye. Um, hello. No, I'm goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. See you next week. If you want more of the podcast, you can follow us on any social media at um hello pod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash umhello. We've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap Jersey Shore. And we've also got a little bit of behind the scenes bonus content for you. And you can find me anywhere online at The Libregina, including my website, thelibregina.com. And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music. Thanks for listening. Bye.